say only fools Russian. <laughs> Russian? <laughs> yes, that's the big E. He featured in this week's midweek mention, and I'd never heard of this film. Who had? Me. No, no one. Have I you? had. I'd been wanting to watch it for years and years, and I had never got around to it. And then mentioned it somehow at work, and someone brought in a DVD for me yeah. to wow. watch it. I've got this. I had this on physical media somewhere at some point over the time. I remember being quite excited when it came out, because it features Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. say no more. Well, it's... What, 2003? Yeah. 2000, I've got 2002, Two, but, it's, but it's Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep. And yeah. this, of course you've never heard of it. I'd never heard of it. Most of us never heard of it. Well, no, of course you had. Because, but you might have. Yeah, no, you might be aware of Don Coscarelli, who was the guy who brought this to the screen. He was well known for his work on the Phantasm series. Anyone? Yeah, I know, know of them. Obviously, I never watched them because yeah. they're far too scary. Well, but, they um, are quite scary. They're not jump scary. They're sort of more sort of weird tall men in funeral homes, bleeding yellow and commanding <laughs> psychic metal orbs type scary. But this was different. This was probably one of the first Elvis and JFK versus a mummy movies I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And the JFK thing is something else, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Elvis and JFK did not die. And today they're roommates in an East Texas nursing home. Yeah, but we home. don't need to read the Wikipedia summary because we watched the movie and we made our notes. It's fine. We can. We I can... didn't. Now, but Dan recently, because you've not been here for fortnight, but Dan likes to jump in halfway through. I the heard. Film. Yeah. yeah it's, it's very strange. Do you do that on purpose or you just can't wait? I just wait. can't wait to get into the actual nitty gritty of it all. Chris, wow. But, um, I'm so well, but that is basically the premise. If anybody's asking you what this film is about, you're going to say, look, Elvis and well, that's JFK what I aren't dead. They're in a nursing home. I yeah. didn't know anything about JFK, but I did know that Bruce Campbell was playing Elvis or maybe a nervous impersonator. Who knows? And then obviously the title, Hotep, and it gives you the, the text at the start about yeah. the ancient Egypt... It gives you a definition of Hotep. It says he was a relative of the descendant of the 17 Egyptian dynasties and the surname of a king. And then they do the definition of Bubba. And they give a you male a male from of, the south. They give you a bit Good of archival footage of them digging out bodies from. Yeah, um, we get like a news Egyptian. report. That was pretty full on, wasn't it? And yeah. They're just literally just desecrating like people's yeah, graves. Yeah. So, so it gave you that kind of feeling they're not going to be pleased. The spirits will not have rested. No. Well, it and sets up the central premise as well, which is that this mummy has been taken on a tour of the US. So it's been exhumed and taken on a taken tour to of the US. Taken to all these different museums and things. And then we kind of cut to Elvis. Big e. Yeah, it's Elvis. He's, who, who he didn't us? die. He went to the Shady Rest convalescence home in Mud <laughs> Creek, Texas. And um, Mud Creek sounds like what, how you would describe your asshole. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, his cock's in worse shape. Yeah, right? he's got a growth on it, and he's very concerned about it. Us. Get a lot of content about his dick. Yeah. Yeah, at one point, um, when he sees... Oh, well, we'll get to that, actually. But yeah, he says that it fluttered like a bird ha bird having a heart attack. <laughs> like, yeah, like a pigeon or something, yeah. <laughs> and we see, like, how boring and medicated his life is. Just, you know, sort of illustrated a few times by people speeding in and out of the room and yeah, subjecting like him time, to... time-lapse kind of footage. Yeah, yeah, various indignities. Because what this... The schlocky title is not really telling us is that this is actually going to be a fairly slow meditation on ageing and uh, the indignity of, of, of growing old and how old people can still be useful and that sort of thing so anyway yeah so the guy in next to him in bed is cho choking horribly isn't he and he like reaches out to him he's on his deathbed yeah i thought he died the first time 
Yeah, yeah, he, I thought so too. He coughs and splutters some more, and then dies. And then his daughter comes in to clear away his personal face, and she's brutal. She just chucks his purple heart in the bin. Yeah, his photos, his photographs just go in the bin. And Elvis says, "You know, do you mind if I keep one of those? You know, we were—I mean, we weren't like friends, but we were at least roommates. And maybe we should keep the purple heart as well. That actually means something. And well, he maybe, doesn't want to just be forgotten. And he's, he's like, maybe you should have actually come and fucking seen him, you yeah, know, once because she says that he's been there three years, I think. Yeah, and she was too busy, and he's like, what for three fucking years? Yeah, but then she does give him a treat by bending over. Yeah, and that's that was the best his, part his, of the movie. His well, first it, yeah, but it sends him on this big lament because he's like, "Oh, she, you know, I'm so non-threatening and non-sexual. Yeah. I'm like a house cat. Yeah. That's like she can't, you know, so because he's spying on her as she bends over. Anyway, that's when he says, "Oh, I felt my pecker flutter yeah. like a pigeon having a heart attack." <laughs> the only one, <laughs> and so the, also the, the also, scene. Anyway, I'm just thinking for for anybody who hasn't seen this, you're looking at two. It's almost uncanny how much he looks like Elvis Presley. It is. But it's also a little vibe of one flew over the cuckoo's nest in in the fact that the the beds in this is it, a cell almost like rather than a hotel or a convalescence. His room, it's grimy. Really, it's really grimy. It's really grimy. Yeah. The he's got an old style fan and television. Everyone's given up. There's that Pretty sense much. that everybody involved. His door's always open, but nobody's really coming in other than just changing a bed sheet or. Or quickly in and out, they're, they're not, and he's zoning in and out of of consciousness. But yeah. meanwhile, there's signs that things aren't quite right about Shady Rest. We meet one of the residents' home, this old woman who's stumbling the halls, and she steals the glasses <laughs> off this old lady in an iron lung. And the old lady's just lying there, obviously can't do anything. She's yeah. just a head poking out of a metal tube. And she's just sort of happy that someone's come to speak to her. And she's she kind of takes, strokes her head a couple of times. She takes her glasses and walks off. You yeah. can see she's devastated. Like, she's like, let me help you. And she <laughs> takes the glasses and leaves. So cool. And then she goes. Yeah, she and steals some cookies or something. That's it. She finds a tin of a tin of chocolates and takes them back to her room. We see her eating them on her bed. And then we see like probably the most realistic scarab beetle thing that you'll ever see in the a movie. The size of your fist. It's mm. huge. Bigger than that, Dan. It's it's size of my fist then it's huge and it it finds its way into her bed she manages to struggle with it she falls onto the bed she hits it a few times with her walking stick but it once bites, she's it done bite, that it does in, bite her doesn't it well, yeah first, it gives her yeah. a little nip and it's bit her hand and yeah. everything and she's still saying oh, cockroach and everything of course when she's done it in then we see this larger, darker, bigger figure mm. in the room, which she isn't going to beat with a stick. It's it's Baba Hotep, it's the, game, the ghost of, it's or game the, over the spirit for of. We've talked a little bit about Elvis having a problem with his pecker, and he has to have cream applied to it by a nurse. I don't think we ever get her name in it, but she's quite a big character in the movie. And it, while she's doing that, we start we get loads of like flashback sequences in the movie, and we get one where we understand a little bit more about how Elvis has ended up in a retirement community. She calls him Mr. Half, Sebastian Half, who was an Elvis impersonator yeah. who fell off stage, broke his hip, and when he came to, believed he was the real Elvis. It's such a common injury, home. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But is it the real Elvis pre- pre- went... Well, in- we're going to get that yeah. reveal later on, yeah. aren't we? That actually, yeah, it's the Elvis kind of tired of the lifestyle and the sort of sycophancy of all the people around him and the adulation 
swapped places with Sebastian Half, who is also Bruce Campbell. He's got blueberry pie on his face, and we see <laughs> Elvis goes into the room and comes out with bl- blueberry pie on his face. That's and we right. know they've yeah. swapped so places. We know that they've swapped. And but 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 Elvis finds the only thing that he can actually do is be an Elvis impersonator. Yeah. So, but he loves it. He's back to his best. He he manages to blow up his side of the contract that would prove that he is Elvis. But he doesn't care, does but he? But he doesn't care because he's he's happy and he's kind of finding the, the love of being himself again. And up until he falls off stage after a karate kick, his hip's gone. He knew he had problems with it. Yeah. And and next thing he wakes up in, in hospital because he's been in coma for a long time yeah. after he got infected. He laments that no one believes he's the real Elvis except for one guy, and that guy was completely certifiable. And that's how we meet Ozzie Davis's character, who is a black guy who believes he's JFK. Um, yeah, yeah. He talks a- how they they replaced a bit of his brain with sand. <laughs> and he's got. And the they scars. died him. They yeah. died. They did yeah. a reverse. Well, he says to him, no offense, JFK was a white man, and he's like, "That's how clever they are. They dyed me black." <laughs> yeah. They- and to be clear. He looks nothing fucking like him. Well, it's also Ozzy Davis, and I don't know a lot about his films, but I know that he was big in the civil rights activism right. like movement and that sort of thing, and he starred with Sidney Poitier and was really important in African-American cinema. So <laughs> this guy, long. yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's he, even got the scars to prove where he'd been shot the same as... Yeah. He goes, Elvis goes into his room, and it's all set out with like newspaper cuttings about Hushball, the stuff yeah. and, and sort of like a diorama of where people might be and, you know, reenacting the whole thing. And, and he's, he's like lying on the floor when he finds him, isn't he? Yeah. Well, that's right. He's heard something in the night and we, we start to see these beetle... Well, because like, Elvis these, gets attacked El- by them. Elvis gets attacked big time, but he's uh-huh. ready. You don't fuck with a king. Never as, fuck with a king. He's got his karate moves, even if he is a bit shaky and using a walking frame to get yeah. around. He, he manages to, well, he to trap one it. to death with a fork, doesn't he? And After then... trapping it in the bedpan, it escapes again, but he's he manages to stab it. Um, it flies a around a bit. Then... Do you enjoy that, Chris? The visuals there, the, the beetle flying around the room? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Enraptured <laughs> over there. It, I have to say the best part was the, the night toilet, whatever you call it. That was the best part of the whole scene. That he actually catches the cockroach with yeah, the bedpan. Yeah. Yeah, bed yeah. And then he kind of fries it on the heater. Those heaters look fucking deadly. Really? Those coil yeah. heaters. We yeah. all had one when we were mm. kids. Like mm. they were just those thin Fire exposed hazards. bars yeah. with yeah. a few bits of wiring behind. We yeah. used to toast our crisps on them. It yeah. was a fire hazard. <laughs> like we we think we were chefs, get a plain crisp <laughs> yeah. and, and just toast it on that one. <laughs> So Elvis tells the retirement home guy, the doctor, doesn't he? He's like, oh, there's bugs there. And so they arrange for an exterminator to come over. That's right. He's kind of gone in to see JFK, who's on the floor. He's got Um, booked, doesn't he? and, And what is happening is that people's soul is being sucked out of their body via their anus. Or any orifice that's well, think, open, and then it's what's well, um, what JFK. Yeah, he yeah. comes to that conclusion, yeah. doesn't he? Because he's seen that written in the toilets, and he realised. Well, it's some hieroglyphics yeah. appeared on the toilet door, but they say what do they say? Pharaoh gobbles donkey goobers, and Cleopatra does the nasty. Which, <laughs> which, which is a rough translation is to Baba Tep is going to sort of consume your soul and then shit you out in the toilet because he just uses the souls to keep his own energy going but it means that you won't be going to heaven and your soul Mm. is damned or whatever so elvis 
he's keeping all this under his under his hat, isn't he? He's well, he's he's also undergoing a bit of a transition now because he's become awoken. He's become physically stronger. He's mentally more in the game. He's got a hard on for the first time in ages, yeah. which he's really pleased about. <laughs> so you know. And, and this thing, which is literally sucking the life out of the elderly residents, has sort of given him his life back because now he and Jeff K, JFK are going to defend Shady Rest against whatever's here. That's right. They come to the conclusion they've only got, you know, two options really is, is one to get a, a different rest home. That's what JFK is kind of advocating. But then he gives him a shout and says we've got to defend this like mm. you know we're going to put up a, a fight to do it so they go out onto the lawn at yeah, night where they suspect. jfk in his motorized wheelchair motorized and wheelchair. elvis with his frame it's brilliant yeah. they get in Decked full first in, in full yeah. regalia in, so jfk is looking smart in his suit and elvis is obviously there in one of his vegas elvis suits yeah with the they've tassels. managed to get theorizing that you can kill anything with fire they've managed to get a load of rubbing alcohol and like one of those spray yeah can things and so he's like before that there's, there's is, is there not someone else that dies and they have the paramedics Kimo-sabi. we haven't Kimo-sabi. mentioned yeah. Yeah. and then you, we still have the paramedics who they i recognize that guy one of the paramedics yes. i yes. recognized yeah. him. i did as well and i, I wish can't remember done, i put a question mark in there which is usually i go back and i can't and remember the, the his name or in what i've seen i know he played the cop in in the movie that daniel I've seen. daniel roebuck was um, it yeah. I don't know what he's in, though. Tell was me he, he in was Kickboxer? In. Hang on. The Fugitive? U.S. Marshal's Final Destination? Oh, ah, yes. That's, that's why. We yeah, we've seen him recently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. He, he's he was a police officer in that one. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The he's, FBI. He's, he's been discovered. But in, in this, he plays one of the the guys that comes to take away the, the corpses from... Yes. Yeah. And they keep the bungling the job. And, and they drop a couple. They, you know, they get they progressively worse. Few, yeah, it gets worse yeah. and worse in their conversation. But yeah, but that's, sorry, that's where the thing is because there's Kimosabi. Yeah. <laughs> Kimosabi is the Lone Ranger, basically. And in this nursing home, there's a few characters. Some people are absolutely normal. And then you just get some people who, like Elvis, the Lone Ranger, who he used to play Kimosabi. He used got to play cards. Two kids, cap guns. Yeah. And the, the like classic sort of black eye mask, mask thing and he faces off against Hotep. i thought he was literally meant to be the lone ranger <laughs> in this movie i figured yeah probably he actually well everyone yeah. else is sort of supposed yeah. to be someone so yeah maybe and he gets gunned down anyway horribly and that's what that's what inspires yeah say he gets he, he gets gunned down he doesn't actually get gunned down he goes shooting but then the egyptian you know evil being or something that he, he just kind of gives it a wave doesn't he and that takes him out yeah. he's he's had a heart attack or or whatever but they know differently. They know that Bubba. Well, that's when they lie to the police Bubba because initially they're like, oh, there's these cockroaches, this is the problem. And then this time he, they were like, well, we couldn't tell them the truth because we no, had to who lie. believers? Yeah. They, they'll think we're nuts. So they go into... And they have managed to link it all to a, 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 a bunch of rednecks who stole the mummy from the museum tour and it fell off a bridge and all that stuff. So they've linked it to all that. El- Elvis has had some kind of daydream flashback when he Vision. looked in the eyes of the <laughs> Egyptian god that... And- there's a bridge involved yeah. and he goes and check out the bottom of the bridge and thinks, oh, it's probably come off here. And the theory is that if they're able to defeat him, that will release the souls of everyone who's had their soul taken yeah. and they will be able to rest. So that's why they're motivated to to get it done. To do it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and now they're getting the suits out and now they're ready for action. Yeah. And they make a plan. What is it? Inflammable gas or something? Some it's the rubbing alcohol. Rubbing alcohol check. 
suit that's check. right he says check a lot <laughs> you know he's like yes check this. it's the suiting up the tooling up scene and yeah and they get going. matches lighter he's got the zimmer frame because he fights him with the zimmer frame it's a symbol of his disability and now his renewed mobility that he's able to fight him well he pins it. him against a tree but he can't yeah. hold him for him to escape but they they want to flush him out jfk follows him on his wheelchair mm. but it's all a bit of a trap because now the distance between him and elvis is quite a big one and he's going to take him some time to sometimes to change, it changes a bit between the shots yeah. depending on how it, much money they had and then the wheelchair kind of rolls off on its own and the egyptian pharaoh mummy kind of bad guy is on top of jfk about to suck his soul out when yeah. elvis jumps on the chair mm. and saves the day by burning him to well to temporarily saves the day because he just burns the top of like the top of like his torso yeah his yeah. head yeah he, he, he sprays the, the rubbing alcohol and throws the lighter on him saying Sorry, or see you later. I don't know. He he does like a proper quote. Yeah, yeah. Well, he says a goodbye to JFK, yeah. doesn't he? Because he asks him how Marilyn was in the sack, and yeah. uh, and he goes, "I can't say that's classified information, but wow, yeah. he's going lucky, motherfucker." And so, and so he's out, JFK. He's gone, and Elvis is reading the words of power now that he they, they were given two words of power earlier, and it turns out we get the hieroglyphics flying about on that's screen, right. yeah. and it says, "Eat the dog dick of Anubis, you asswipe." <laughs> <laughs> and then Elvis charged this when he charges him in the wheelchair to show how fast it's going. Do you see it? Like it rears up, but it's just clear yeah. somebody just like lifting it slightly <laughs> off, yeah. off camera. And they have a, and they, they roll down this hill, which yeah. is the same hill that they used earlier to show where the bus was. Yeah. And uh, anyway, and then they, he's definitely dead this time, set on fire. Well, he, and blah, he, blah, he really blah. gets a good torching this time. Yeah. And then Elvis dies. He's wounded. Yeah. He's got a, it's got a gash, doesn't he, down the side and he, He's kept his soul. He's protected the residents of Shady Rest. He's got his dignity back. Yeah. You can also see it's the souls death. while the the Hotep is burning. You can see the souls kind of yeah, very much leaving um, his Indiana burning Jones body. Style. Yeah. Uh, That's good. Temple of Doom. Yeah. No. Raiders, Raiders of the Lost yeah, Ark, one, yeah. where they all we'll kind get of there float in. out yeah. there. The um, the big gold box with all the ghosts. Yeah, that one. And there's a message in the stars aligned, don't they? And leave a message saying all is well. And he says, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> and and then it, it sets us up at the end for a possible sequel. It teases Bubba Hotep. Still in, and, uh, in, still I'm still praying. Development hell. What's it called? Bubba Nosferatu, Curse of the She-Vampires. Yeah. Which I would pay I'm a lot in. of money to watch that. Yeah. yeah. This was then a really crazy nuts theme and you know elvis and jfk aren't dead they're in a nursing home jfk's black elvis has a massive elvis is an impersonator of, but not yeah, yeah he's got something yeah. wrong with his dick and that's yeah. going to get played i mean yeah, well, he does bizarre... have cancer of the penis so he was going to die anyway as part of it but it is that bizarre storyline but it is also this thing that comments a lot about aging and the useless you know how useless you feel and and all that stuff so it's surprisingly you know thoughtful as well in yeah some i mean ways. You, could, you could read more into into this certainly with those kind of themes of you know are they are they dying because it must have resonated of, with someone your age dan you must that's have, right yeah, yeah too to close to the bone <laughs> no but you have a fading sexuality yeah exactly well when he said my my what did he say? My dick fluttered like a dead pigeon or yeah. something. or uh, Exactly pigeon, that, uh, dead pigeon. Pigeon yeah. having a heart attack. Yeah, it was. Yeah, real kind of a little tear to me eye there. Mm. I thought, yeah, I know. Tear to the mean, cock. Yeah. But, but it was bizarre. It was, I mean, I like these things with Elvis and 
characters and and historical characters when people play i've never seen anything like this though i mean the elvis biopics i've seen follow elvis whether yeah. it be even a a bizarre story of his that you haven't heard before nobody's ever heard anything like this i mean it's it's really really bizarre but it, it was enough there to keep you watching and certainly enough tension at points to to make you think Oof, i don't know what's going to happen i hope this comes out okay and there was enough humor just because well some of the, the humor bizarre comes from how cheap it is as well yeah. because you know some of the costumes and special effects are pretty bad and it's uh, a million quid it was yeah just careful, and right? they don't clearly don't have the money for there's no actual elvis content in here by bar his name there's no songs no, they said if they had to license even like 30 seconds of a song that would have been the budget gone yeah so this was well worth didn't seeing. need it anyway this was brilliant. no it didn't no it was it was something that you would have never seen before or, it, or ever unless, unless you, you've seen it unless you've seen it before yeah 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 it was it was different to how i'd expected it i it was like you say Reese, it was slower and more contemplative mm. with the absurdist nature of it uh, alongside it you know so i it really enjoyed it resonates as you get a bit older as well because a lot of it is dealing with that theme of aging so yeah well just being sat there alone night after night and it it made <laughs> in me, the man cave it made me think yeah yeah in the man cave I'm just that's just my own story away we go. but it, it does make you think you know how people that guy didn't have his daughter come and visit him for for three mm. years mm. and how he's just kind of faded away and the only people that have you know he had a purple heart he had these two girls yeah. around him in the in the old photographs and you think wow what a life what a thing and there yeah. he is dying here so it does make you think about these deeper themes and and deeper motives of the characters and everything but ultimately it was it was watchable chris for chris your thoughts yeah it was all right it was all right <laughs> i mean to be fair i have to say Horror comedy is not necessarily a, a genre that I'm familiar with, yeah. but it was funny enough in moments. I still think, as always, that it was it could have been a lot shorter, but it was it was good. It was funny. Five minutes. It was it was no listen. It was funny at, at some points, and and the whole like the JFK, the the whole him, the the Kimosabi, the, where you think fucking hell, where did you get these characters? Like, how yeah. do they? How does one think? of that and and if you're telling me that it's about aging and all this you're thinking way too much oh, it's all there it's, <laughs> it's not there, there. Well. It's, it's not there, there. The whoever script. thinks about putting all these characters together and doing a storyline like that i bet they don't think of that yeah uh, no, i think you'd, you'd, be uh, you'd be surprised yeah bruce campbell promoted it at the same time that he had his autobiography out which is called if chins could kill confessions yeah. of a b-movie actor which is a great title i've got it it's good yeah i bet it is i haven't read it but i would like to Okay, well, maybe I will read it one day. But otherwise, if you don't have time to read the book of somebody who was in this film, then you could watch this film. Or if you only get the chance to ever see one movie about Elvis and JFK. Yeah, this is it. This is it. <laughs>